We've all heard stories about people cheating on their partners. Sometimes we condone such behavior, and sometimes we chide the people who cheat. I think we all have the capacity to cheat. However, the question is whether some of us are triggered to do so. Hi, my name is Emma. My story begins with my childhood friend Michelle. We were like sisters. We were two peas in a pod. When we started going to parties in high school, we would borrow each other's clothes. We helped each other with our homework, and we had summer parties. At school, everyone <laughs> called us Bobsy twins because we hanged out together all the time. We promised never to be apart from each other. We even planned when and where we would marry and the names of our future children. In our senior year, I started dating Justin, the captain of our football team. That's when I noticed Michelle distancing a little bit from me. Whenever I asked her to go out with me, she would give me an excuse. At first, I didn't think anything of it until my 17th birthday when I had a party at my house. Michelle showed up late and hardly spoke to me. She then excused herself, telling me she had a headache. I knew she was lying, but I didn't say anything. That's when Sally, a very good friend of mine, pointed out, "I think Michelle has a crush on Justin." I refused to believe that and attributed her comment to alcohol since we were all drinking at my party. Nah, she's funny that way. I said, defending Michelle. After high school graduation, Justin and I broke up because I went away to college in a different city, and he stayed behind. Living in different cities weakened my friendship with Michelle. You could say we drifted apart. Our friendship got diminished to the occasional text or Facebook posts. In fact, that's how I found out that she had started dating Justin, my ex-boyfriend. She posted pictures of the two together, but she never shared the news with me. I wasn't bothered that she was dating Justin. I was just upset because she never mentioned this detail to me. I thought we were like sisters, and we didn't have secrets. I guess I was wrong. It was then I realized that her odd behavior in our senior year was due to jealousy. She never told me that she had a crush on Justin. Why would she? Maybe I didn't want to believe it, or maybe I denied to see the truth in front of me. That's when I remembered Sally's word at my seventeenth birthday party. Living away from home had helped me grow into an adulthood. I dedicated myself to studying and finishing my degree. I made new friends in college who also were career-driven. I went out with my new friends to clubs and parties, but not as often as before. A few guys I had met in my class asked me out on a date, and I declined the invitations. I had no time for a boyfriend since I was also working part time at a clothing store. I had always been into fashion, so I wanted to learn everything about the industry. My new life in college was going great until I received a wedding invitation in the mail. Michelle was marrying Justin. I had two months to decide whether I was attending their wedding or not. If I didn't go, she'd think I was jealous. If I went, I would feel uncomfortable. I was conflicted, so I asked Sally for advice. You should go. Why don't you bring a handsome man with you? She suggested. I'm not dating anybody. I said. I think that's a little childish. Sally was right, so I decided to attend the wedding without the fake boyfriend. I made arrangements for a long weekend so I could spend time with my parents and Sally. I flew home from New York. How come Michelle didn't ask you to be her maid of honor? Sally asked, surprised. I wasn't expecting her to do so. I replied. I could only imagine people gossiping about me being there. I knew people would be surprised that I was not even a bridesmaid.
How can you stay so cool about the whole situation? Sally asked. I smirked and showed my drop-dead sexy dress. Her eyes widened and said, Oh my, you'll definitely steal Michelle's thunder. I couldn't help but feel a little satisfaction in her remark. Justin found out I was in town, so he called my parents' house where I was staying for the weekend. He told me he wanted to talk to me before he tied the knot. At first, I thought it was a bad idea. But then I told myself I had nothing to lose. He picked me up at my parents and drove together to our favorite food joint. We had burgers and beer. We reminisced and laughed about our high school days. When we were driving back home, he said, Do you mind if we stop at my place for a second? He explained that he needed to get the rings so he could bring them to his best man. I'll stay in the car, I said. Don't be silly, just come inside, he said, gesturing for me to get out. Once inside, I waited for him in the living room. When he came out of the bedroom, he was holding a picture of us from our high school prom. We had so much fun that night, he said. Yes, we did. But that was a long time ago, I told him. He looked into my eyes and got close to me. You were the one, Emma, he said, with a tone of regret in his voice. I didn't say anything. Are you seeing anyone? I wanted to sound cool, so I said, yeah, I date on and off, but nothing serious. I'm focusing on my career. Next thing I knew, he kissed me on my lips. I surprised myself when I kissed him back. We couldn't stop kissing each other. He took me into his bedroom and made passionate love. What had just happened? I asked myself. I didn't feel guilty because I was single and I wasn't the one getting married. He drove me home, but we didn't say anything on the way there. I took it as closing the unfinished chapter of our lives. The next day at church, I noticed Justin avoided looking at me. Sally and I sat together. The ceremony was beautiful. When the bride and groom were walking together down the aisle, Justin looked at me and nodded slightly. At the wedding reception, I was a hit. You look amazing, Emma, Sally said. All these single guys are looking at you, she said, smiling. I danced all night long. I had so much fun, but I felt more satisfaction seeing Michelle's face. She saw me dancing with different guys. When it was time to leave, I approached the newlyweds. Congratulations, Michelle. It was a lovely wedding, I said, hugging her. Thank you for coming, she replied. Sometimes I wonder why she invited me. Then I hugged Justin and said, you two make a beautiful couple. He didn't say anything, but he hugged me tight his chest pressed against mine. To me, that was his confirmation that he didn't regret our rendezvous. Sally and I kept in touch. She even came to visit a few times. Two years later, I graduated and pursued my career in fashion in New York City. I just started dating the editor of a big publishing house in Manhattan. Sally called me one day and asked me excitedly, Emma, did you hear the news? I knew her news had to do with Michelle and Justin, so I said, Michelle is having a baby. She started laughing and blurted, They're getting a divorce. I wish I could say that I was happy with their misfortune. The truth was that I didn't care. I never set out to avenge Michelle's actions. I had never intended to sleep with Justin. Karma took care of that. They were miserable with each other, and I had nothing to do with that. I'm happy, and I have a man in my life who truly loves me. That's all that matters to me.